0: It's time for a big blue kickoff live.
1: Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it, because you did. On
0: Giants.com.
1: You know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the
0: Giants Mobile app.
1: 1714 is the final. One touchdown, we are world champions. Believe it, and it will
2: happen. Part of the Giants Podcast Network. Let's go out
1: there like a bunch of crazy dogs,
2: have some fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome! To Tuesday's edition, I think. All these days are plenty together for me. <laughs> of for Big you. Blue Kickoff Live right here on Giants.com and the Giants mobile app. I am John Schmelk. How are you? <laughs> Welcome. Uh, a boy. I, I, this might be my only show this week. Maybe I'll squeeze in one more. I'm not sure yet. But uh, yeah, I'm back. I'm tired. I just wanted to talk, you know, did all this work leading up to the draft. I actually want to talk about the draft class a little bit. So I'm doing this very selfishly. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but I'd love to talk to you guys too, of course, at 201-939-4513. Hashtag Giants Chat. Uh, Datino, Fiegel, Schmelk. I want to ask you guys something before we start. Mm-hmm. What has the reaction been? You guys did a two-hour show of calls yesterday. What's been the overall reaction? I know with the first, the first two picks, we had a big talk about that. Right. But wh- what's been the reaction to the rest of the class?
1: Pretty favorable, I think. Although I-, I would say it's also fair to say that there were some people who wanted more splash picks, and the, of course, defined splash, pick. splash <laughs> picks. Splash uh, picks, more guys in the middle rounds who would be considered bona fide starters as opposed to potential rotational players who have upside. It's quite clear that after the first two splash picks, the Giants were looking to enhance their rotational players with upside throughout the rest of the depth chart. There's no doubt that's what they did. It was a a very well-executed plan. And I think that there are people, there are some, who would have rather them drafted a guy in the second and third rounds who would be guaranteed starters i think that's there's a little bit of a mix there i think from the fans if i'm reading them correctly
3: yeah, I, I would I would somewhat agree with that, Paul. I, I just think that, I think we all know that finding bona fide starters in some of the middle rounds are just not going to happen. Well, right?
2: I mean, second and third round, you would hope you yeah, could find I bona fide mean, absolutely.
3: starters. But I, I feel like, you know, when you look at the, what the Giants went out and did, uh, they did a lot of things that they have historically have not done. Trade back in the drafts, they've been, you know, they kind of stuck to their guns on a couple things, but... Aside from that, I, I think they really went after some of the needs that this team right away is trying to fill, and that's you look at the offensive line; they're trying to find a left guard and a center, if you will. They pretty much got everybody else, and then I feel like you know the cornerback position; uh, they went out and got him, got another slot corner. The guy could, you know, so that you never know what's going to happen there. So I, I think that they went through and they got a little, a little, they got some players at some positions that they need, and they got some guys that uh, that they went out and. And the linebacker position and just fill some things for the back end of your roster. John,
2: any – I'm sorry, go
1: ahead. I want want to set you up here. Okay. okay? Set me up because I was going to ask you another question, but okay. (laughs) Well, I'd rather set you up. Set me up. Okay, I'm going to set you up. Set me up. I (laughs) think that when we discussed all of the needs on this team, whether they be starters Mm -hmm. or depth chart needs, and we listed all of them, you'd have to say that the only glaring vacancy by the time the draft was over was they did not get a backup running back. Mm-hmm. But they did draft somebody at every other position yeah. that was either
2: empty or thin. I mean, we'll see, too. Uh, undrafted free agents. You know, some of the names are already out there. We can't right. get into them. Um, you are, I do have an interview coming up with Rick Saratella on the Giants' huddle, by the way, where he, you know, some of the guys that's been mentioned, he talks about some of those players. Good. So make sure you guys go check that out. I think Pearson's going to get it up this afternoon as soon as we get our graphic. Um, <laughs> uh I guess my thing, have you gotten, has there been any blowback? And then I'll give my opinion. I'm just getting what people are saying. Any blowback on the multiple trade downs in round two that trade themselves out of a corner?
1: It seemed as though, as you know, I was a big Booth guy. Yeah, and
2: right, right before the Giants mm-hmm. pick. I'm sure uh, you, you know, were crushed. I would love to see a reaction on that. Well,
1: you know what? The only, the, what reaction was better, that one or, the, or no, Ferguson? No, the, 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 the <laughs> Booth one the was tough because I was in studio with Dylan O'Hara, right. and I said to them, Minnesota's taking Booth. Well, remember, we I talked it- about— we, we you know, talked about that being a need
2: for Minnesota, and they no doubt. And they, they traded back too mm-hmm. in the second round. So, but
1: they were one spot were ahead, ahead of the Giants, the so you knew it was going to happen. And by the way, I was you right. Just that knew it. Kyler Gordon was the first corner of that group to go off. By the way, yeah, I guess that 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 is true. Well, it depended on which
2: style corner you wanted, right? And well, actually, I take the back, but crew was actually first. McCre- we talked about him, really good slot guy, really good, good slot guy. guy. And you know, you say they covered all the needs. I mean, Shane kind of said this too. I listened to the press conferences uh, yesterday as as uh, Grant was sleeping. Um Flop probably more of an s- inside guy than an outside
1: guy. More of a slot guy yeah. than an outside so guy. So
2: we don't really have a guy that you know for sure can be an outside corner, depending they, on what happens with Bradbury. They
1: talked very optimistically about
3: Aaron Robinson. Yep, I mean I keep telling people not to sleep I mean, on him.
2: It kinda has to be. It's kind of he's the only he guy played well.
3: Out. He played well when you he know? was in there. I mean he was young but he's gonna he's gonna be fine.
2: I mean, I don't think we have... I mean, he played very limited snaps.
3: It's hard It's hard to express
1: mega confidence in him, Jeff. I appreciate the questions. Right. But, but at least I think he is more of a potential answer, and I have said this for months. Although he's the biggest answer right now. At I mean, the moment, he is. He's the only answer. At the moment, yeah, he is. For sure. Um, uh, but but I, I do think, John, the one, the one thing to, 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 to say about this, uh, and Jeff, I don't think you and I actually had a, a chance to talk about this either. When they made the moves down and they added extra picks, and all of a sudden you said, oh, my God, they've got 11. Are they going to take all 11? I know you
3: were surprised about
1: it. I was surprised. I thought thought that they were going to try to move some of the 4s and 5s and move up a little bit. Either in the bottom of the third round or move mm-hmm. up higher in the fourth and get an extra fourth. Right. And 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 Deal O'Hara thought the same thing because we were in the studio talking about it. Hey, and we we thought they might do that. Instead, they took
2: eleven. I know what new you're going to say, John. What? I know
3: exactly what okay. you're going to well,
2: say. Let's see. N- new regime. They <laughs> want to <laughs> fill their own players on the roster. Yep. Salary cap issues. You need cheap mm-hmm. players. Good point. That's what happened. And no doubt. That's. I think that's that's yeah. why. No and doubt. This, and this honestly. team.
3: And this team needs. And they need players. Well, yeah. I mean, look,
2: yeah. even if yep. you look at their offseason roster right now, it's, I mean, you can have as many as 90 guys right now, and they have, like, they were short 20 guys before the draft. I mean, they needed to fill spots.
3: No doubt. John, let me ask you this. Yes. Since I haven't had a chance to talk to you other than on Saturday yeah. when you were just bright and just, you know, I didn't get to see you, but I'm sure you were glowing after that uh, episode you had, and congratulations again with that. Um, where is, what do you think out of these all these draft picks? Give me your biggest, the one that you think is going to have the the biggest upside. No matter, forget about the first round, guys. We oh, know well, that they're you that's know, so, the easy one. <laughs> yeah. So you know, so maybe let's just go from um, let's go from third round down. What in your mind is a guy that you say you say okay? You're stealing my poll question.
1: Oh, I had well, that. I had that on Twitter. I said right. sleeper guys, five rounds and deeper. Who was the sleeper Five guy rounds. in the okay. Giants draft? And it's well, I mean, Beavers have, for you me. You only have
2: three guys to choose from. Then Four. you going four? No, fifth round and later. we drafted three guys. You had two fifth round picks, one sixth round pick.
1: Three. It was four. Three. Wait a minute. We had two fifth round picks and one sixth round. Get pick. Get your poll right. No, there was. Hold on. Hold <laughs> we on. We have three fours. Did I? Did I? Did I screw up? Did I screw up the poll? I think you did. I'm looking at the Giants draft. Thing right now. We got two I, fives I put, and one six. I put down in the poll Mc, McFadden, he Davidson, McKee, and Bieber. McFadden was a fourth round pick. Oh my God!
2: <laughs> see what happens. I'm gone for a day and everything goes to hell. Well, trust me.
3: We'll see what happens. Why when you're was gone I for thinking McFadden <laughs> was a five?
2: <laughs> anyway,
3: so,
1: anyway, Beavers was my guy.
3: For okay. what it's worth.
2: No, and, and if, if you're making me choose, it's all right, Paul. Relax. If you're choosing
1: between my brain was fried <laughs> after three days too, John. If
2: you're choosing between uh, the last three picks, I would go Beavers because I had like a. I think I had a. I, I can, wanted I can, him in
1: the fifth round. I can look at my notes on him.
2: You. What did a what, what round grade? I, that I, I have was on I was Beavers. hoping to get him in the fifth, and when uh, they didn't take him there, I was like,
1: Oh, I really wanted that guy. I
2: had a I had a I had a late third round grade on Beavers. I thought he was really good, especially with his testing and his physicality. I thought it was a nice combination. Now I probably had him graded too high. He's rugged. But I I thought I mean I I had Beavers rated higher than Probably the Giants three or four picks previous to him, to be quite honest with you. So I thought Beavers was a great pick. I think Dane Belton's. It would not shock me if Dane Belton is starting safety. week one, mm-hmm. the safety out of Iowa. I think he's the guy that you're going to play in the box. I think he fits what Wing Martindale wants to do. And this is kind of be my. This is kind of going to be my big statement here in terms. And then I want to get to the calls. I want to talk to you guys. Um, this felt like a draft to me. Where, and I have no idea if this is true. This is what it f- feels like to me, though. After the well, eh, first two picks count, too, why not? Joe Shane, we talked about how the week before the draft, he had the long sit-down with, with the coaches, right, to go through all the players and stuff and go back and forth. Heavy coach involvement. This was a coach checklist draft. Wink, mm-hmm. what do you need? Mm-hmm. Coach Dable, what do you need? Mm-hmm. All right, here's what I need. Here are the guys we in the draft think that fit what we need. And I'm just going to break it down really quickly. Edge rusher. Check. Starting right tackle. Check. Um, Playmaker and wide receiver. That gives you some protection for Kadarius Toney, really, because, you know, a lot of injuries last year and stuff like that.
3: And long-term, like next year. Yep.
2: Starting a guy that could potentially compete at guard to start at left guard. Check. Cornerback. Maybe not the outside guy you wanted, but a guy that has four four speed, is long, and can play press man, which is what they did at LSU. Check. Tight end. That's a trait player. Much mm-hmm. like Dawson Knox. Be- Daniel Bellinger is the Dawson, no- Dawson Knox profile. I think Knox was a better college player than he was. Mm-hmm. But it's a guy that wasn't throwing the ball a lot in college, but tested extremely well. He's, he's the Dawson Knox pick. That's he what will, he is. He will yeah. block. Yeah. Check. He was asked to block a lot at San Diego State. Not the biggest guy, but he, he, he effort, he's, effort willing, blocker. he's willing to do it. No mm-hmm. question about it. Dane Belton, you need a box safety? Okay, here's a box safety. Check. Oh, you want linebackers that know how to blitz swing because you blitz because you blitz a lot out of the linebacker position? Okay. Micah McFadden, check. Mm-hmm. Oh, we lost Austin Johnson. You need a space-eating defensive tackle, the two-gap, to give your linebackers room to run? Check. Oh, you want another guard to compete? Okay, check. Oh, you, you need a linebacker that can play off ball and play inside linebacker in a 3-4? Okay. Good against the run? Darian Beavers. Check. This was a coaching staff checklist type of draft.
1: I totally agree. The coaching staff influence here is just immense. And again,
2: I have no idea if that's true. That's just the Seems feel like
1: Seems that like
2: I got looking at who they drafted.
1: Again, the run, the backup running back is the only spot that was really glaring, and it's funny that, that they we, may not have gotten. And it's funny because we had not, we have not had one
2: conversation about the draft with each other, Paul, since he's picked. We have it not, been made. Mm-hmm. we have not, and the fact that we saw it the same way, I think it's, is interesting.
1: it's, yeah, it's pretty self evident for those of us who have been around. the, the question now that I have for you, mm-hmm. because you also know that, you know, I was I was pushing uh, uh, Robinson for months mm-hmm. as a possible solution. I'm going to ask you this: Yeah, is Antonio Williams? possibly in the mix to be the real backup running back. They brought him in from Buffalo for a reason. Is he maybe better than we? We don't know anything about him. Breida too, right? Well, Breda's more of a third-down guy.
2: He's a scat back. He's
1: a scat back. I think you're looking at an undrafted free agent, too, potentially. Well, again, we know that there are names Mm -hmm. out there. But Antonio Williams played at Ohio State, played at North Carolina, was in Buffalo for over a year, and... Who was one of the first guys that this Bills administration brought down from upstate New New York? York. Is it possible that they think Antonio Williams is a legit contender to be the backup running back? Again, Breeder's more of a third-down guy. They think that maybe Williams could be. Is it possible? I don't know the answer to that, but there's a reason they brought him down here.
2: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not— I don't know. I'm not— Honestly, that that really doesn't matter a whole lot to me. I I don't know.
1: Saquon's—he's not not there. Well, yes. If Saquon's not there, it's a big (laughs) problem. Yes, we would we would all agree with that.
2: All right. So let me—I'm going to give you guys a chance to to guess. Mm -hmm. What do you think were my two versions of Paul? Oh, they could have drafted that guy, but they didn't.
4: Hmm. Think about
2: it. And by the and and, okay, answer this first. And and. Well, and, we could be, like, is thing. this anywhere? I mean, uh, is this, this is all over the no, place. You, you guys know I was one, crushed when
1: Dallas took Ferguson. One, you know
2: that. One one in the second round, one in the third round. Guys that you know I liked, Hold but on. the Giants chose a different player instead of them.
3: Hmm. Hold on Similar a positions. Okay. No, no. Can I open up my notes here? W- one, uh. one is the same position, and one is a different position. Well, you liked Gardner, right?
4: Is yeah, no, but... No. Sex, he second said, round. He said second. The second. Oh, second round. Second. Second. The third I, my, round. Gardner I, was that,
2: the first. That's my round. bad. Hello. Sauce <laughs> okay. okay. so wasn't there. Either. Just
3: th- Okay, I was just going through my. It's a uh, guy
2: that was on the board, that the Giants could have picked but they didn't.
1: Let's see here.
3: On the board. And I'll probably
2: end up being wrong about this. So um, help me out. Which offense or defense? Well, I just said, give me a little bit of room. Sec- second round, same position. That they picked.
3: <laughs> hmm you
2: guys know the guy i was in love with a wide receiver
1: oh you wanted uh uh more oh my gosh you wanted more They
2: drafted sky Moore, man i love you wanted more
1: yeah you liked him a lot
2: yeah i you know oh i love sky dude you watch what he does in that chief's offense he's gonna catch 80 balls this year mm -hmm. for a thousand yards watch yeah he's really good uh, <laughs> I love me some zomi I I and and, and this is not me saying it now. Okay. I've been saying that for months. So, I love me some you, Sky Moore. I, I and know, your yeah. man Pickens, dude, <laughs> you man picking too, Jeff, for twenty.
3: Yeah. Well, I I remember looking at the second day after and looking at those wide receivers. There was a there was just a bunch of them there that you could have yeah. grabbed. You know. Um, okay. And then third
2: round. Well, um, I thought there was a, there was the there was a linebacker there that I would have been
3: excited about. I'll tell you the guy that I really—I didn't think the Giants would get, but I just want that Christian Watson. I was a little bit—I liked him a lot. Jeff, they
2: could have picked your man Travis Jones in round two, (sighs) in round three. You wanted Chad Mumma.
3: I wanted Chad Mumma.
2: At that point, (laughs) I thought round three was a—I think that's really good value there.
1: However— And Christian Harris, I would have been good with two, by the way. I think both those guys are good players. I will add that I believe all of us, including Lance, Mm -hmm. were— in lockstep that we thought they could very, very likely pick a, an offensive lineman for depth purposes in the third round. Did absolutely. we not say that? No, absolutely. absolutely. We all agreed on that.
2: Mm-hmm. No, no. I, I, oh, God, I, thought, yeah, I, I thought that we were... was the likely landing spot there. And they and and, did. And by the way, Dylan Parham's another guy I really liked, too. Well, Parham, yeah, yeah,
1: Parham was the guy I yeah. wanted in the third I, round. I liked him, too. And they wound up with the North Carolina guy, which, again— I don't have a problem with the other thing that I think
2: is Zudu sing- signals. By the way, and then we'll get to your calls right after this. Is Zudu singles to me. If you wa- I don't know how much you went back and watched mm-hmm. him. He's an effort player, but a really good move blocker in the mm-hmm. run game. I, I agree. If you want to run outside zone? Mm-hmm. He's a guy that you pick. I agree. So I think maybe that's going to be a bigger part of the scheme because if you want to, you know, if him and Lemieux are going to compete, right? Lemieux is much more of a power phone booth blocker. Yes. Izudu's much more of a on-the-move, Second zone Second-level guy, too. No, I was I'm saying. He's great. I don't think his pass pro like back sets are great. I think there's a lot of work to be done there. But I think on the move in the run game, I think he's fantastic. So I think that's where his strength is. So I think you're going to see them try to do a lot of that, you know, get Saquon out in the outside zone a little bit and see if that works.
1: Well, and Breida also yeah
2: sure i've speed. speed
1: right now between azudu and mm-hmm. lemieux and garcia who started what 11 games for the cardinals last year yeah i mean they, they... now have three guys sure. who can compete
3: for the for the
1: spot mm-hmm.
3: yep and they got some they got some guys that can play different positions which when you look at backups and injuries and all kinds of things that happen that's that's a, an asset for those guys and for the team makes sense Makes sense a lot, but boy, I tell you what—you talk about some serious competition this year at the offensive line <laughs> position. It's going to be a—it's going to seem like there's 90 yeah. offensive linemen over there this well, year. Well, Jeff,
1: since the new administration came in, they brought in a total of nine new offensive linemen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, of
2: course. Well, yeah, you yeah, had to. I had to. But no, no and, question. By the way, I'll say this too: I would love I would have loved Charlie Kohler in round four. Yeah, but, you know I love. I was a big Kohler guy. Yeah. yeah. But look, they picked a better blocker though. Yeah, Bellinger is yes. the better blocker. Yes, so they no, decided that that was more important to them than the receiving, and that was a conscious decision,
1: I'm sure. I think that's because they think that Seals Jones is going to wind up being their yeah, f
2: tight end. Yeah, I mean, one year contract though. I mean?
1: I know, I know. I was surprised. I thought they would go right. after a flex tight end, Ooh. but instead they went after a blocker.
2: And my guy, uh, my guy Hassan Haskins went in round four earlier than I thought. I thought he was more of a round five or six guy, to be honest with you. Anyway. All right, let's 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 get to the calls here. 201-939-4513. 201-939-4513. All right, let's lead it off and go to Rick in Tampa. He's up first. Hey, Rick.
3: Hi, Rick.
0: Hey. Hey, guys. Hey, John, Paul, Jeff. What's up? Hello. Uh, great, great time to be a New York sports fan. How about them Yankees, Paul? Ten in a row. Let's keep that going. <laughs> Looking good.
3: I was watching Moneyball yeah. the other night, too. Right? You know, now that we're on... Ten in a row. Can we get to twenty? That would be good.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, listen. The win last night. It says that maybe. Uh, so you know, and that, and you got the Rangers playing tonight. So it's a good time to be in a, uh, a New York fan. And after the draft, it's uh, I, I. We got our guys, and you know, I've said before about Evan Neal was the man, and Thebado is a great pick. And I don't know if you guys see my name on there, and you you start talking about the question I'm going to ask you. <laughs> I didn't see your poll paul that you posted and i didn't know you were going to mention it but you know me i ask this question every season and i'll ask it now but i'll also end this, ask it in the, uh, towards uh, the summer other than the two top 10 picks um who is going to be that guy and you say sleeper but who do you think is going to be that guy because i ask this all the time it doesn't seem like we get that guy who's going to be the one they're talking about Go! So, wow, where did he come from? He guys, that was a great pick. You know, uh, he's, he's, he's having such an impact in the first couple months of the season. So, who do you think that would be from you guys? I guess that's what you were talking about. I, I really like McFadden. I like Micah McFadden a lot. I love his smart. I like him. Reminds me a little of, what was his name, Coughlin, or who do we have? Um, Coughlin. Uh, who got hurt? Coughlin, right. It reminds me a little bit of that, but he, I just think he's going to make a. He's going to get in there, and he is going to have. Uh, he's going to make his name for him with his with his smarts and his uh, uh, NFL IQ. I think that's my choice. So I wanted to ask you that first out if you thought uh, was going to be that player where you say, "Oh man, these, these you know he's the guy." At ESPN. I remember I have asked this many times. ESPN's even talking about. Well, I mean,
2: look, if you're looking for the guy ESPN's going to talk about, it's Robinson because ESPN's not going to talk about anybody else that the Giants drafted after round two. No. <laughs> you don't think? So. No, these are you linebackers think... and offensive linemen. When do ESPN talk about linebackers and offensive well, linemen? No,
1: they don't you're drive right. ratings, man. Oh, oh, you know who was great yeah, in the box right. today? Uh, right. Dave Belton <laughs> with his two you're tackles right. for loss. I mean, ESPN <laughs> doesn't do that.
0: No, no, they're not <laughs> just. About that. Not ESPN, then I should say. I'd say our show, then. <laughs> I mean,
2: I, I, I think the guy that has the best chance to come in and play the biggest full time role of all the guys that got picked in this draft, besides the obvious, is Belton. I think he's going to, look, he's come from a, he's a well coached program. The Giants need a safety to play down low near the box.
3: I think it's going to be Belton. That's me. What do you guys think? Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, other than the obvious guys, um, you know, I, I'll tell you one guy that just intrigues me, and I know that you guys are going to be like, well, I mean, why? But I, I think this Wondell Robinson guy, I just, for, for some reason, Mike Kafka and just what he did up there in Kansas City. I know he got a Kadarius Tony, but we talked about this right after that they did draft him, is that, you know, what they were saying about having these as many guys like this as you can get on the football field puts immense, immense pressure on the defense. And I just think in the league today, by getting the ball to these playmakers' hands, I think this is a guy that could be pretty dynamic. He's got to work on his hands. He has just as many drops as he did touchdowns last year. That concerns me a little bit. But, you know, I would look at this guy as a, as a returner and a guy that can make some plays in the passing game and the running game. He can run the football, too. The quickest. Oh, look, guys,
2: I want to say one thing real quick about that. He's 178 pounds. He ain't running the ball in between the tackles. No,
3: no, no. You know what I mean by yeah. running the football, like in some in some uh, handoffs. Around, like, yeah, yeah, I don't wait, mean well, a no, running well, back. Well, position. remember,
2: like, but when people say hand the ball off now, they think Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel is two hundred and twenty-five.
3: Right. No, 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 I'm not. Well, I'm not right. talking about no, no, that. No, no,
2: well. no, no. no yeah. I I, no, I understand you. I, okay. I, I know you know that. Yeah. I'm just making it clear for the because I've heard people mention that. Like in the ether, as I've been kind of oh, barely paying attention like to stuff. Play him
3: like Debo Samuel. Yes. Oh no, no he's no 178 way. pounds. He will die out there. <laughs> he, he will if you get shot. like Debo Samuel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. He will be, you know, one of those 360 pound linemen will fall on him and deflate him. Yeah. It will be over. <laughs> you will not line him up as a halfback, <laughs> no. but he right. will get the ball
1: in sure. different yeah, spots. Yeah, he's absolutely. a gadget receiver. He's right. a G. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's well, a G man. I mean,
2: there aren't many 178 pound. But that's the thing, though. The thing that's interesting. And I, I, out of all the people, I think Kafka and Dable are guys I would trust to use him the best way. Because it, at Kentucky, he was used as an outside receiver. Like, he wasn't a slot <clears> guy <throat> oh, at I Kentucky. Know. I know. He was their yeah. primary outside receiver. So if they could figure out a way to use him in that regard, as a. That, like, he was mm-hmm. in, And it's funny, like, you think of him at, like, 5'8, because I watched him before the draft. So I have pretty copious notes on him. He's not. Like, they didn't use him as, like,. The jitterbug slot guy, he was a guy that stretched the field with speed for them and was a good rat runner, but he wasn't like some elite jitterbug in the slot. He was like a speed guy.
1: Well, to be fair, Johnny only averaged about 12 yards a catch. He didn't go downfield an awful lot, honestly. He caught over 100 balls and, and, and for only 1,300 yards. His average yards per catch was not very high because he did not run a lot of, a lot of stuff downfield. I think that's the difference between him and Tony. Tony will run more routes downfield. Robinson's going to do a lot shorter stuff. I mean, when you catch 104 passes for 1,300 yards, that, that, to me, that doesn't say a lot about him being necessarily a deep threat. This is a guy who's going to catch a lot of short passes and get a lot of yak yardage. But I'll tell you well, this. Well, no, I think
2: that's how he's going to be used in, in the
1: pros. But I mean, I—that's I, well, what his Kentucky numbers I'll were I'll bring last up year. his
2: targets, Paul. I looked yeah. at it. He had a lot of deep targets last well, year. Well,
1: they may have used him on bluffs, but you can't—you can't. I mean, thirteen hundred yards on one hundred and four catches. That, I mean, that's just figure the average. He had sixty-two targets of ten or more yards down the field right, last year. But at sixty-two targets. All right. But targets—targets targets doesn't necessarily mean the production. His production is only what 11 yards, 12 I mean, he yards, he can't, yeah, he's, th- he's still going times, out for passes. He was targeted he's... 35
2: da- times of 20 plus yards down the field last year.
1: I I will say that's this.
2: 35 targets
1: of 20 plus yards, that's a lot. 1300 mm-hmm. yards on 104 catches isn't a lot. It's not. For 104 catches, I need a lot more yards than that. He's uh, uh, anyway, that's not the point. We we're, we're, we're nitpicking here. Here's what I would say about him. Uh, when he was here, because he came in on um on Saturday, he came to the facility. John, you'll be surprised when you meet him. He's more solidly built, more sturdy than you think. 170-something pounds, you look at that on the on the paper and you're thinking to yourself, not so much. Meet him in person. You know how Sterling Shepard has has a little bit of meat on his bones. Mm-hmm. He's got a little bit of a uh, little bit of muscular. You know, he's, got, he's Shepard's kind of cut. This guy's got some got some meat on his bones. See, Paul, here's the
2: thing with he's, Robinson. Not, he's not a toothpick. And I'm going to explain to you why oh. his yards and 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 uh, thanks for the call, man. We appreciate. it. I want to make sure we get to a lot of calls today. The thing about Robinson, the reason that yards per catch was so low. Is that he had forty-eight targets behind the line of scrimmage? Mm. Mm. There yes, you go. there you yes. go. Yes, he gets that's used a of lot the, in half.
1: short, short
2: passes. That's right. Well, right. He so that's horizontal stuff. No, no, no. But those aren't short passes. Those are design. Those are passes behind the line right. of scrimmage. But I don't care about those. I take those plays. I throw them out because well, you can't. No, but th- but you could put anyone in that spot. You could put any player and throw it to him behind the line right. of scrimmage.
1: You understand Again, what I'm wh- saying? I understand the point. Right. Right. I think the usage, though, the type of player that he is, and I think to Jeff's point about Kafka, they're going to want to use him in that way. Okay, no, and and I agree with that. That's fine. His style is not necessarily... His style of player is meant to be used more in that vein. Right, but
2: I I, I think the point... That's what I'm
1: saying. My point is that I don't want
2: people to confuse him, though, for the third and four receiver that's going to catch an eight-yard pass. Oh, no, 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 no. Because I think when
1: people think that's slot... Caden, that's Caden Smith. When people think slot <laughs> receiver,
2: they think, all right, he's Wes Welker. He's Cole Mm-mm. Beasley. You know, he's that type of guy. That's, and even, by the way, Sterling Shepard. That's the type of player Sterling is, right? Right. He's going to catch the eight-yard pass when you need six or seven yards. Right. But just to give you an example, Wondell Robinson last year was targeted 38 times between one and nine yards. Mm-hmm. 38 times between one and nine yards. He was targeted... 27 times between 10 and 19 yards, and he was targeted, like I said before, 35 times over 20 yards. So he had as many targets over 20 yards as he had between 1 and 9. So that's my point where I don't think he's like a possession slot receiver. He's a a guy that can stretch the field for you with the
1: speed. That was the point I was trying to make. I think by design to try to get him in open space and to try to get him the ability to juke people after he gets the ball, for that reason, I think there is a tendency, as you said, the passes behind the line, the horizontal throws. And he is absolutely going to be used like that. He's more dangerous once he
2: gets the ball in his hands.
1: Right, but my then, only point... Then
2: pre-pass. Right, but there are some guys, though, in college that are used like exclusively as Correct. that guy. He was not an exclusively that guy. He was used as a traditional downfield wide receiver, too. I mean, he was targeted 126 times last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he kind of...
3: And I'm guessing And almost half
2: go back, of them were 10 or more yards down the field. That's my point. And, that know, was it, the only right, point right, I was trying right. to make. You have to respect the fact that he can go longer. No, he, he like he's a route runner. Like, he, I understand. he mm-hmm. He runs the route tree. He's a traditional... Wide re- he was used as a traditional wide receiver in
1: addition to the gadget stuff. He's just tiny. Now, the fun, funny thing that we were talking about the other night on, on, the, uh, on the web show is that if you're Kafka and Dable, we don't know exactly what the status of Sterling Shepard is. He's coming back from a torn Achilles. That's, oh, yeah. not, that's not fun.
2: Yeah, you can't count on him. You
1: cannot. No, Right now, you cannot. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but you just can't. Put, put the two smaller guys on the field at the same time. Put Tony out there at the same time as Robinson. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. That could be potentially nasty. Well, I think that's what Shane was referencing in the presser, right? For, mm-hmm. for defensive backs, imagine, put put each guy on one side or the other side, or even put them in a double stack, or put them next to each other. That That's going to be pretty nasty because of the jukes that those guys have. Sure. That's nasty.
2: Well, yeah, it makes easy passes for Daniel Jones that turn into bigger games. Jeff, you were going to say
3: something before. I'm sorry. A couple of things. So I, I just feel like this is a guy that, you know, uh, traditionally you're not going to line him up on the outside and have him run a nine route. That's not going to happen for his long ball, right? So you're going to get him and you're going it's it's a lot like Sterling Shepard. He's going to get open and and a lot of his routes are going to be in the middle of the field quick quick hitters and then big play potential right that's what i kind of see but if he can get if he can get behind some of the the coverage behind the linebackers and sit in there in the middle of the field that's downfield that's 15 20 yards that's where he's going to make his hay the one thing that's dangerous about it, jeff is that the more longer
1: routes you send him on because he's only 58 uh, you're going to be giving up a lot of size and length to defensive backs, and it's going to be a lot harder for your quarterback to be able to make that throw and drop it in the bucket. Take right. a look. At because how... DBs are going to be able to contest I want to give him. you an
2: example. You want to know how Brian Davis is going to use him? Look at how the Bills use John Brown. 5'11", 178 pounds, John Brown. <laughs> we and talk... he caught a lot of deep balls. We talked about... Tyreek um... Hill, not the biggest guy. Mecole Hardman. Let me look at Miko Hardman's measurements. I bet you they're almost identical to Wando Robinson. Miko Hardman, five ten, one eighty seven. Actually, those we, are two guys in those offenses where yes, gadget stuff too. Mm-hmm. But they found a way to get Hardman and Brown the ball down the field as well. So I think that's kind of what you're looking
1: for with his usage. We were thinking more Isaiah McKenzie and Cole Beasley. No, that's, in in the show. See, I but, would, but
2: but you know I what? would throw Beasley out. I think McKenzie's a good one too.
1: Problem is. Mm-hmm. Dable, Dable's offense, Kafka's offense, as we, we've we all said, this is going to be a totally different scheme you're going to see. Right. This this is not going to be Giants football when you mm-hmm. watch this offense this year.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: look,
4: That's again, the bottom line.
1: I, I don't think uh, John Brown is much more of a vertical threat than I think Robinson mm-hmm. is, to be mm-hmm. honest with
2: you. But I think there will be some of that in there. It's not just going to be the short stuff. It's going to be a
1: kaleidoscope point. offense yes. is what it's going to be. Kaleidoscope.
2: Right. <laughs> Let's go to uh, Jason in New Haven. He's up next. Hey, Jason.
3: Hello, Jason. Hi, how are you guys doing?
2: Good. Hi. Hey, Jason, uh, we are short on time. I need you to do this quick, all right?
5: All right, no problem. No, I just wanted to uh, say I I was uh, happy with the draft. Um, I think Tibbs is that Batman pass rusher that I've been screaming for the last few years. So it's happened we got him and Neil. Um, I think out of the most of the plays that's going to start, I think um, outside of the two first rounders, I think the uh, Robinson pick is uh, a sneaky good pick in the second round. Um, I don't think we count or Shepard or Slayton. Slayton took a step back. Uh, Jason, I'm going to pause you for a
2: second. There's no such thing as a sneaky
3: second round pick. It's a second round pick. <laughs> he's a <laughs> sneaky no, guy. Sneaky. He seems like he's going to be a <laughs> sneaky
5: receiver, but not a sneaky. Pick. Well, I mean, I mean in I mean in terms of what people are talking about post. I mean pre draft. Nobody was really talking about everybody was talking about watson and and the the Pickens and those okay, I got guys. you I got you I got you and um nobody brought up Robinson and I think um I think he's gonna pay big dividends I think that definitely was a Kafka dable pick um and I could definitely see them um you know I could definitely see them uh I could definitely see him starting in the slot this year because I, I don't really think we could count on Shepard and then the last point. Um, another player I, uh, I think that might get a lot of playing time. He may not start, but playing time is the guard from North Carolina, Azu- Azudu. Oh, he Dude might be, he um, might be
2: starting week one for all we know. That's very possible. Yeah,
5: yeah, I think I think so. I think he's in the fight. Um, he does he does have some technical work he has to work on, but if you watch his game tape, his his feet are really good. If you can watch how he mirrors, he played tackle and guard. I think his feet um, are a lot
2: better in the run game than the pass game.
5: Right, but he's, if he's better going straight
2: it, ahead than he is going backwards.
5: Right, but if you watch some of his, even when he gets beaten, the way he can redirect uh, those tackles and he's his He's got good legs. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, I have a report
2: on him from before the draft. I watched him.
5: Right. I, th- I think. Uh, I think if he doesn't start, he will play. And then the last question. So apparently, I don't know if you guys have comment on it, and I didn't catch the earlier few minutes of your show. Um, apparently, uh, Mr. I think two guys in the in the uh, scouting department, Pettit and O'Brien, were kind of let go. We have
2: we have um, we have seen the reports. We can't comment on any of that stuff, Jason.
5: Okay, all right. If and if, that's fine. You don't have to comment. In a situation, let's just say any other NFL team. I understand a new GM comes in and he wants his own guys, and I get that. Um, but is there a reason why an NFL team, a new GM, would let go of a? those two positions after the draft, is that just par for the course? Oh, yeah. Or is there a reason why he didn't do it? And I'll take the answer off the air. Thank you, Jason. Good
2: stuff, man. Uh, Yeah, I mean, look, you can't wipe out a scouting staff pre-draft because they're the guys that did all your evaluations. Mm -hmm. Correct. They've been working on
3: it way before they hired the coach. correct. Correct.
2: Usually when a GM comes in, front office changes are made after the draft. That's actually typical. It sounds weird, like it wouldn't be, but that is generally how it
1: works. And by the way, when John answered your question about the, the, the impact guy from day three in the draft, Belton's a good choice because he's a speed guy. And right now, if you look at the Giants' depth chart, he's the third safety. They mm-hmm. don't have another safety. And Julian Love's not a box safety either. Mm-mm. So he, Belton, He's like the box safety. As of the moment, unless they get a veteran safety in here at some point right. because they want experience and they want knowledge and guile and wiliness, Belton has the best chance of the third-day guys to play the most snaps mm-hmm. as we stand here today. Let's go to Len in Columbia, Maryland. He's up next. Hey, Len. Hello, Len.
6: Hey, guys. John, congratulations.
2: Thank you, sir. I appreciate it.
6: All the best. All the best, John. Um, well, uh, you know, I said I, when we talked uh, after the uh, first two picks on uh, Thursday, I said, well, you know, I'll, you know, I'll call you back on, uh, uh, you know, on Saturday. But uh, I was still trying to pick myself up off the floor. On Saturday morning, uh, I was a disappointed, uh, not sure what to think. You know, what? it's funny. When, those... when,
2: when, when I was in the hospital and I saw Wanda Robinson per- perk up, I saw, oh man, they drafted the receiver under her 180 pounds. Somewhere, Lennon, Columbia, Maryland is stewing. I literally oh, thought that. God. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, <my goodness. laughs> Hey, Glenn. I, I we just lost your audio. Give us a call back, and we'll put you right back up, man. Don't worry about it. Just give us a call right back, and we'll, and and we'll get you up. Someone threw Steve Smith in as a comp for for Wondell, By the way, 195 pounds. That's 17 pounds heavier than
3: yeah 170. And he was. It wasn't. Steve was a little taller. I I think that he was. Um, yeah, much bigger. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I it does. It's not 30 pounds bigger, but I thought he was. Yeah, and and uh, I mean. Listen, I, I just think that there's there's a position for everybody on this offense, I'm thinking, coming in. I mean, there, this is going to be exciting. It Really, it is going to be exciting to watch once they get this thing going. And I think that we talked about this on Saturday, I believe, Friday or Saturday, about giving Daniel Jones every opportunity to be the quarterback that he can be. And that's by getting the ball into some of these playmakers' hands and having confidence that these guys are going to. And what's the other one thing? What's the other thing, guys? How many times last year did we get in the – did this team score touchdowns. <laughs> They've got to find ways to put points on the board. And this is a lot this is one of them. This is a, a you know another gadget guy but get the ball into his hands, be creative in the in the red zone, or the green zone, whatever you want to call it, and this team is going to have to put up some more points in order to be competitive. They've got to do it. And it's going to be exciting to watch. I mean, any time that you have your number 1 wide receiver not catch a touchdown pass, there's going to be improvement into the next year.
2: All right, let's go back to letting Columbia, Maryland. He's back. Sorry about that, Len. What do you got? Hey,
6: guys. Hey, geez, I blew up the phones. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, I I was, uh, you know, stunned and disappointed. And uh, even yesterday, I I just couldn't get in touch with what my feeling really was about it. But uh, maybe to sum it up today, guys, I'm I'm just underwhelmed by those three picks. I mean, I... You know, we're talking about 43, uh, 43, What do we got? Sixty, sixty, sixty-seven, eighty-one. Uh, I, I mean, you know, it's hard to get excited about those picks in that in that vein. Are you guys still there? do we get? No, yeah, we're not here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're the guy
1: it. that I was talking about to John when he asked the question earlier this morning. Okay, you're that guy who who you know looks at it and says, okay, there's no fizz here in these picks and consequently, you know, you're, you're, a, you're a little bit droopy over it. I get it. Yeah.
6: I get yeah, it. Yeah. I get let it. it li-
3: let it, yeah, let it the roster li- develop.
6: Well, okay, it was a little more than, um, you know, not my guys getting picked. You know, it's a little more than that. Uh, Paul, you, you, you talked about how important it was for these first five guys to hit. I, I know we got to wait, just like Jeff said, but, Paul, you think that's the case with these three guys? I mean, did we hit it with the. Was was Wandale 43 on your list, Paul? No, I, I mean, par, if you look, par,
1: par, Dylan Parnum from Memphis there you what, go. was the guy there who I had targeted as the offensive there. lineman that I would have liked yeah. to seen in the third round. Yeah. I
6: liked him too. And I would, I would have gone. Listen, I would have gone Travis Jones in the second, and I would have tried to get Parham You know, I was looking at Parham also. Look, and I, maybe, maybe I, I've heard Jeff talk posi- uh, positively about needing to get a center. We got a lot of guys on this team whose it. middle name is, oh, and I can play center, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Uh, I mean, we need a center who can play center. All right?
1: You got a but nasty look, one, he... in Feliciano. And
6: he's not uh, like he's a 12-year vet. he's
1: a, He's, he's not a twelve-year vet. Or, no, no, he no he he himself has said center's his yeah. best position, and the How Bills people that? who came down How here believe that?
6: that. Yeah, hey, it, hey, Jeff. The best part of my golf game is my putting. Okay, do you believe that?
3: It's easy I mean, to practice. On. I know you, that. You
6: know, I mean, I mean, the guy says the best part of his game is center. Okay. Hey, listen. I hope he's a big hit, and I hope all these guys are big hits. I'm, you know, I'm looking. I, I want to stay positive. I'm looking for the jerseys. I'm going to buy all eleven jerseys. Okay, but look, um, those those were not. Come on, we, we we could have done a lot better there. Um,
1: Lan, you just won today's but, grand prize. You get dinner with Charlie for a week. Okay, well, not, and you two guys no, can commiserate over all this no, misery.
6: Paul, Paul, Paul. Ten of these guys, ten of these guys are going to make the fifty-three. In my opinion, 10 are going to make the 50. That, and that's really? bad? Nine of them, nine is that, of them, is that nine bad? Of them, nine of them are going to make the 48. Okay? Is that bad? We're, we're in ba- well, let me, let me tell you how bad I, I think it may still be. If the second running back is on this roster, I'm going to church this afternoon and light a candle for Saquon's health. All right? But listen, anybody you pick, was a, was, a, was a position of need. Now, and I'm not saying we should have picked a running back. I'm, I mean, you know, you know you eventually you run out of draft picks. But look, you've heard, Jeff and Paulie have heard me say this before. We had a long discussion. This goes back two years. Now, John, you may not have heard this idea. Never draft a guy who weighs less than 180 pounds.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: They're outliers in this league. No, generally speaking, a, you're right. You're right. Okay, and we picked two of them. In the second round, uh, you know, secondly, I'm not, I guess what turned me off a little bit, and I ha- maybe I've said this before, I'm not a big trade back guy. I'm a bird in the hand guy. Mm-hmm. I know who's there at 36. I don't know who's going to be there at 38. I don't know who's going to be there at 43. You know, I'm trading back, wishing and hoping and praying that somebody that I got my, but I'm not Sure. Now, I don't know if many jumped this. They could have jumped anybody to get Booth if they wanted. I, I don't know about that. Maybe, you know, it sounds good. Uh, but, uh, you know, you put that together with the less than 180 pounds, and Jesus, I don't know how these guys survive.
3: Hey, Len, let me ask you a question because on the sure, trade back, sure. I think that, the you know, Paul and I were talking about this a little bit because I feel like it, and maybe this is what the Giants wanted to do and it just didn't work out. By trading yeah. back to be able to get a couple extra picks so that you can you can compile those picks by going back up and getting somebody you really, really want that you wouldn't be able to do if you didn't have the extra picks. Maybe, and it just for yeah. some reason, maybe the Giants, it didn't work out well, for I, them. I'll say this too. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, well,
2: look, 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 real quick, I think most importantly, I think this is the point, and this is my opinion only. Mm-hmm. The reason yeah. that the Giants wanted Wandale Robinson, right? That's the guy they wanted in the second round. Whether you like that idea or not. When right, you talk right. about their process, that's right, the guy right. they wanted to draft. Yes, so, absolutely. So, yeah. so, so let me yeah. finish. So they're sitting there, uh, at pick thirty, what well, thirty six, right? It was was their first mm-hmm. pick. They're like, all yeah, right, yeah, well, well, we 36. want to pick Robinson. We can move down five spots. He's going to be there. Then they move yeah, down five definitely. spots, and then they're like, all I right, think... well, hold on, like we can move down another six spots. He's still going to be there. So if you yeah. if they pick the guy they were going to pick anyway. And then got yeah. two picks in addition to that. That's a win-win. That's why I think now. Look, we can disagree. Like, if, if I'm yeah. like, would you rather have an Andrew yeah. Booth or a or a uh, Kyler Gordon? I think that's a good yeah. argument to have. But that's yeah. what I don't think their process was. At least, in, at yeah. least that's my guess. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, if you yeah. but,
6: but if you're that high, if you're that high on Wandale, John, if really if you're that high on Wandale, why not pick, just pick him at thirty-six? Why take the chance if you're that high on him?
2: Because based on what you know, you think because he's probably nah, 5'8", 178 yeah, okay. well, pounds, see, he's going to be there.
6: See, see that's, what I, that's where I come from. I'm the bird in the hand guy. If I want Wandale, I'm going to pick Wandale.
2: Were you happy when the Giants traded down and got Ojolari last year?
6: Well, let's not nope. go back to it. Because you know, you know I called up precisely on Tuesday after last year's draft and said I didn't like it. Oh, did you? Okay, I, I, fair I didn't like the trade back. I didn't like the trade okay, back. Okay, well, so 20, Len, Len, here's you know. the thing:
2: you never want to trade back, and that's fine. That's not how the John's front office is going to operate.
6: Okay, all right, I, I get it. I get Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Listen. Uh, uh, thanks for taking. You know, thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Len. And, and and really, guys, I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go get their jerseys. I'm I'm high on them. I just think we could have done better. Hey, so no, thank for my call. No, thanks Sorry. for calling. I got to go
3: to church, too. Remember you said you're going to go to church today. So hey, look, and, and, and guys,
2: look, we're not saying the draft was perfect. We don't <laughs> know what this draft is thanks, yet. Len. Nobody knows what this draft is. You take a look at the players you drafted, you talk about what they can bring to the team, and you and you go from there. And
1: in three or four years, we'll know. We'll know. I mean, look, if Len's right that nine make the f- game day 48 or 10 make the 53 or whatever, isn't that the idea? that you draft guys who improve your team, who make the roster? That's the idea. It's bad when you go through a draft, and a year or two later, half of those guys are gone. I think
2: That's the, bad. I think the guy with the least chance of being active on game day next year is probably McKeithen out of North Carolina. Say
3: that again, Jeff. Yes,
2: I think McKeithen would be the guy that would be the practice squatter. I agree. That'd be my guess. He'll, he'll be a he'll yeah he'll, because there's, he'll a, be lot a, red of, there's shirt a lot of a lot of those guys. Be. Right? Yeah, because Beavers a, and Davidson at worst Jeff are going to be special. I mean, uh, Beavers and McFadden at worst Jeff will be special teamers. Right. Hundred percent.
3: There's a lot of linemen that you're going to have. You can only keep so many of them. Correct. Right, you know. So there. Yeah, I, I like that argument. Yeah, and and by the way, those, all those young linebackers and. Those guys are playing special teams. There's right. no question. And, and by the way, And the by other the way, thing- Jeff, real quick, they also yeah.
2: need, they, as you well know, as you a guy who loves Travis Jones. And by mm-hmm. the way, if the Giants would have picked Travis Jones in the second hey. round, as Len said, I don't think anyone in this, on nope. this show right now would have complained nope. about that. But, go to your player. but my point is that, Jeff, is that Davidson, they need a, pl- a plugger. That's why I think he will be on the 53 and play. Anyway, go ahead, Jeff. I'm sorry.
3: But back to the wide receiver. Okay, so anyways, I I agree with you when they when they, Robinson they when they saw that they didn't, no one was going to get him. That was their guy, so they were able to do that trade back thing, and I think that's a great analogy. Here's the other thing, too. I and I wanted to mention about Robinson. You're going to see him in the return game. Okay? Somehow some way you're going to see him catching punts, returning kickoffs.
2: Here's the question though, Jeff. Him and Kadarius Tony, can't both do
3: that. Well, if they, but the, you have the luxury of having both of them do it. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, but, at they, the yeah, same but time. there's not many returns,
2: Jeff. I mean, there's only so many returns in the modern NFL. <laughs> I know. I, I, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, exactly.
1: Especially the kickoff. Maybe, the, maybe the, they're more concerned about Tony's durability than Robinson's, oh, and sure. they have Robinson return the kicks instead. Well, what did I say when about drafting Robinson? That's your hedge. So,
2: if you design your offense
3: yes. around Kadarius Tony's yes. ability,
2: but he can't stay on the field.
3: You have the backup. There you go. And you also have next year and the future, as I mentioned before, because you don't know what's going to happen. to. to, With all due respect. And Jeff, by the way,
2: if you want to argue whether or not that's the best use of a second round pick, that's a fair argument to have. But I think that's what I think that's what the thinking was. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted you again. I apologize. No,
3: that's fine. That's good. I was just—I was just going to remind me to talk about the specialist at the end of the program. Go ahead, talk about him right now.
2: Actually, no, hold on, John. I have two calls I want (laughs) to get. in. Yeah, that's fine. Do it. All right, let's go to. uh, Let's see here. Who's been on the longest? Oh boy, Charlie in Portland, Maine is up next. Hey, Charlie. Hey, John.
4: Congratulations. You had to be
2: talked to me at least one more time before I went on my paternity leave, didn't you?
4: (laughs) Exactly. Um, Beautiful son. I'm so happy for you both. Thank you. And, uh, hey, uh, uh, shout out to Len. I love you, Len. You, you, you're talking from my heart, man. Uh, I wasn't too happy about this draft either. But, uh, you know, I don't want to be uh, super negative because we don't know what's going to happen. But
2: Troy, if something tells me, if the reports are right, you might be very psyched about the undrafted free. One of the undrafted yeah, free right. agents coming My, in, though. I've
1: already My gotten a DM. Time.
4: <laughs> My son, Millertime from the University of Maine, wide receiver, 6'3", 225, 30 pounds.
2: And, and by, by yeah. the way, folks, just FYI, we, we, we've we just seen the names out there. We have no idea whether or not right. they're accurate or not. So just just Well, he
4: tweeted it out himself, so that's why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well,
2: yeah, I, sure. I, I imagine
1: that's probably pretty telling. Well Well, remember the ink has to be dry in the paper that before is he's actually part yeah, of it. All team. these guys actually have to come in here and
2: do physicals Correct. before any of that is official.
1: So Paul's right. Min- yeah. Rookie mini camp is the thirteenth. So that's the key right. date yeah. ne- for all not those this guys. Not this Friday, the following Friday.
4: Yeah. Hey the thing is, they could have traded back to the fifth round and got Rob Robinson. No. Oh, no, sakes. no,
2: not that. Oh, Don't yeah. say that. Oh, come really. on.
4: Don't that's say that. That's why they would drop it back. They knew they could get him in the, the, street, fifth? the third round.
3: Oh, not the fifth round.
4: You know? So but anyway, you know, I wasn't I, I gave him a B for the first uh the first round and <laughs> I gave him a <laughs> okay. C minus <laughs> or D. for You're the, out of control, the... Charlie.
1: You're why, out
2: of control. Wait, Charlie. I curiosity. Why, why, why only a B for the first round?
4: <clears throat> because I don't, I don't like Neil. I wanted Cross. I think he's the better pass protector. Oh, well, that's, that's and fine. Del that's and, and Brian's system's going to be passing. It's not going to be running the ball very much. And the other thing, when I hear Shane say, "Well, we can always move him to right guard." Look, this guy this guy is got to be our right tackle or it's a wasted pick as far as I'm concerned, you know. And, and and the thing is, if something ever happens to Thomas, he's had two surgeries on the same ankle. You had Cross who could go right over to left tackle and not miss a beat. Now, you know, who knows what Neil's going to do? That's why I gave it a beat. I, I love, love uh, Just I to, love to clarify.
1: No, I need to help you here, Charlie, for one second. got to clarify. The okay. reason that Shane said that was he was explaining to the people about Neil's versatility because he had already put stuff on tape at four positions. And what he said is, if you get a guy injured during a game, you got to be able to have somebody who can step in. And that's when he used the example that Neil could, for example, go in and play guard if you get somebody hurt during a game. And, uh, that's the context. Azudu can do that sort of stuff too. Right. So yeah, please, all- please understand that. He's not saying, well, if he's a busted tackle, we're going to move him side to guard. That's not what he's saying. Well, please don't. Right. I mean, Please, it, that's I mean, not that's not what he was suggesting. I mean, that I is
2: mean, that that is what you do if a guy busts out.
1: Well, that is right. what you do, but that's <laughs> not what Shane was suggesting. Well, that's not the plan,
4: obviously. You don't you right, know, yeah, right. Well, the thing is, the thing is, we we drafted for scheme. You know, we should have drafted for best player available. There were so many better players. I mean, look at the Ravens uh, draft. Look at the Jets draft. Uh, you know, that's that's where I have a problem. We drafted for scheme and. Uh, I don't think that's the way we should have gone, but we'll find out. Uh, you know when it all breaks down and what happens. I'm still on, or am I gone? I'm gone. no, you're still on. <laughs> oh, trying? I'm still on. No, okay, that exactly no, no, that's just, exactly Sounds like you. you're talking exactly to yourself again. Listening, I can't believe it. No, so I mean, you know, I, I you know, so that's that's where I am at with it. I just think, like Sky Moore, there was Pickens was there. There were so many other good wide receivers. If you were going to go that way. Uh but they you know, I have to give sh Shane, you know, Shane shout outs to him for uh picking up uh my my son from the University of Maine if that's true. Oh. So I gotta give him credit for that at least. And look, you guys keep we we've already got our tight end our flex tight end. Ryzen John's gonna have the starting position. You watch guys. He's the flex, he's the guy who can catch passes, he's gonna be unbelievable in that in uh, Brian's system. Thank you, Charlie. So, uh, Okay, guys. Appreciate Goodbye. it.
2: Yeah, it'll be. Uh, he'll be starting right next to uh, Anthony Daboy out there on the outside. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Daboy. And,
2: and, and Corey Washington is going to be lining up on the other side of the field. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And but look. Honestly, all jokes aside, Rises Nine has a shot. Look, this sure is a, a wide. When I say wide, this is as wide open as a competition as we've seen in any
3: position. So the kid have a shot. He we'll does. But he remember, do but remember this too, guys. We you said it earlier. This is a new organiz- This is a new coaching staff, and I'm telling you, unless these guys impress them tremendously, they're going to be looking to replace a lot of these players. I'm telling you, it's just going to happen. It's just the attrition of the roster with new coaches and a new head coach and GM. So, but that's nothing against him. He's just going to have to go out and ball out. But, but you know, these they're going to have other people. They're going to come in and compete for these jobs and. You know, I think that that's in, that, that's the whole roster. It's not just the tight end position. It's everywhere these guys have got to compete, and that's what Joe Shane and Brian Dable. That's what they want to have this type of competition to create the football team that they want going forward. It's going to happen, and it's going to be exciting to watch. I'm telling you.
1: Now, Charlie, if you're still listening, in his first two years when he was at Nebraska, Robinson ran the ball a combined 132 times. Okay. Now you're right. There were some other smaller receivers available in the draft. Moore was certainly one of them, but I do have a belief, as John opened this program, of saying the coaches had significant influence in these picks. I do believe that in their minds, the truer gadget receiver over some of the other small guys was Robinson. I wonder how many of those were backwards passes behind the line of scrimmage. I I, I don't I don't know. Neither do I. I don't know. I can bring. Up I, I, know, I
2: Running. I can bring up all 137 running plays in Nebraska
1: if you want. <laughs> I, well, I know. I know. I know that. Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Sean O'Hara had had him on Good Morning Football because he said on the show, mm-hmm. and so did Deal because he was recruited originally as a running back when he got to Nebraska. He was originally a running back, and so both of those guys were stressing the fact that. You know, he is much more of a runner Mm. than the other small receivers in this draft. And so perhaps Dayball and Kafka were targeting him specifically, and that maybe is why they could not wait. And you're right, by the way. At 5'8", 178 pounds, you're going to be a little bit thicker than a
2: 6-foot receiver at 178 pounds. When you pounds.
1: meet That's him, true. you'll be surprised. I know, but he's got a little more beef on him. It's a little
2: different doing that in college than in the pros, though. That is true. <laughs>
1: hey, whoa, well, you know how I no, feel. I know you do. Smurf receivers get me very, very scared. What, was, like, Lance all excited? You know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> He, he, didn't, he didn't express anything uh, of, of, that, of, of, of uh, extraordinary uh, satisfaction. I don't know. All don't right, know. let's go to a guy that apparently is Len's friend, Jim in
2: Maryland. Hello, Jim. Uh, first of all, that would be Tim, but thank Uh-oh. you. That was close enough. <laughs> sorry, Tim. <laughs> Sounds like it. Hi, Tim.
7: Yeah.
2: <laughs> sorry sorry about
7: that, gentlemen. Um, I've been listening to not just Len, but uh, the last caller. And I think there's a common theme among Giant Nation this weekend that I think we're so accustomed over the last 10 to 15 years of what a Giant is, right? A Giant player, the type of player that we root for week in and week out. And we all had our uh, opinions on who they should take. And it's so funny because Lynn, who's not just somebody I know, but somebody who I talk to often, and we hang out at sport bars together we've been watching games for like the last 20 years well, that's great so i was laughing when i heard lynn today because that's the conversation that we had over this weekend and i had to explain to lynn that yes, we were all disappointed uh that there were players that were picked including the trade backs in the second round that you know we we had an idea that you know we wanted boom, we wanted you know we wanted this player we wanted that player and I went to sleep on, on Saturday night, and I woke up on Sunday and called Lynn before the, the draft the third uh, day began. And I explained to him, I said, Lynn, you got to understand that Shane is the first giant gym we've had outside of our organization since George Young back in 1979. I said, we've got to give this guy the opportunity to craft the team that he wants, not the team that we want. As, as we all know, Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and having, like, the exact same result through the Reese years, through the Accorsi years. I mean, we there was a certain standard that we've developed, and I think fans just need to be patient, right? I mean, they, they need – I mean, at the end of the day, gentlemen, we need to win it again. We need to win. So if, if Shane has a different way of going about it than what – uh, our last general manager, that Jerry Reese had, and all of these gentlemen had. If he has a different methodology mm-hmm. that results in us all being happier, not winning four, five, six games a year, I'm I, as I explained in length. I'm willing to allow it. So I think that uh, there are some wonderful pieces here that could absolutely that that could absolutely work. Uh, we just have to be patient and give it some time.
1: I, no I think question. you're going to like this comment, and I know you will, John, because everybody knows how old school I am and how it's very difficult for me a lot of times to change my ways, but you guys know, and I said this on the show the other day, John, you weren't here, I'm having to adapt a little bit because oh, I have no choice. I
2: love it. I love it. Wait, I have no we choice. have made progress. I century. have no
1: choice. <laughs> now, I'm not going full throttle Xbox video game. I'm not doing that. But I I understand. So calling you four verts. I but understand did you fall that and hit your head. And, and, and you tell and you tell Len this. <laughs> all right, my man. You tell Len this. Okay, the old cemented way of doing things has to kind of change a little bit. We don't have to go full throttle, but we've got to be able to change a little bit here because Dable Kafka and and Shane these guys uh, they're changing the recipe to the meatballs. OK, and we're just going to have to learn to like these meatballs without oregano. No, there's going to be agree, oregano in there, Jeff. No, <laughs> there's going to be oregano. This is like
2: extra oregano. This is like super
1: oregano. Uh, All right. All right. And maybe a little more onion powder than I'm used to, but it's OK.
7: Lynn, Lynn is not going to change. Lynn is 1950s, 1960s Giants. I mean, that, and I get it. And I mean, that was, a, that was one era. This era has changed. It, it continues to evolve. I think the Giants fans are going to have to learn that we're going to have to evolve and see football more in what I would call a 21st century model. And, if, and again, at the end of the day, I think no Giants fan will argue if it works and the team wins again. I don't think anybody will have a complaint.
2: Awesome. Thank you for the call, Tim. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, real quick, guys. I just want to run down my favorite. I'm going to be done here in two minutes here. Favorite draft classes for me. I'm not sure how much you guys did this overall did not. with the draft. Mm-mm. I mean, I love what the Jets did. Sauce Garden, oh my, Gardner God, my yeah. top corner. Garrett Wilson, my top wide receiver. Jermaine Johnson, my number three edge rusher. Brees Hall, my two running back. I love Jeremy Ruckert. Great job. Uh, you know, we joked about this when we did our mocks. Could the Ravens just have more good players fall to them, please? Yeah, right. Oh, it happens every single freaking year. Hamilton at 14. Linderbaum at 25. Mm-hmm. Top center, top safety. Ajabo at, at 45. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't hurt, he might have been the best pure pass rusher in this draft in terms of tools. Travis Jones, Jeff, your guy at 76. Our guy, Fa we talk about him a lot. Fourth <laughs> round. Charlie Kohler, my tight end, fourth round. I know. Isaiah Likely, the other tight end I liked, fourth round. He's, Holy cow.
1: Their draft it's was ridiculous. Unbelievable. Their draft was year,
2: ridiculous. So, ridiculous. They're so good every year. Not to mention, by the way, the other one, the Chiefs. <laughs> they had a pick of 21, 38, and 54. 30 and 54. They have three guys with first-round grades in my on my board. McDuffie, Karloftis, Skymore, all legitimate first-round grades. Karloftis
3: is a good one for
2: them. Brian Cook, a good safety. We talked about mm-hmm. him. Leo Chanel, a good linebacker. We talked about him. Darian guy. Kennard. He could be a stop. He's a – God. They just, A good offensive lineman, like just really good drafting. Those are the three teams that really jumped out to me in terms of teams that I thought did well. And by the way – you know, Nicole Dean's going to magically be healthy for seven years now and be a great start <laughs> 100%. 100%. You just know that's going to happen.
3: <laughs> it's going to oh, happen. God. And I hope it does, for, you know, for his sake. Oh, well, who who in the division did you like and didn't like, real quick?
2: I, I thought the Eagles did, did well. Um, they got I thought your guy. the Cowboys did horrible. Uh, I mean, look, here's the thing. You know, guys, we talked about Tyler Smith. I did not have a high grade on him. If they can develop him to a starting left tackle one day, Great pick. And they'll be very happy. This is, this is now they're putting a lot of pressure on their coaching staff to develop him into a player. Mm-hmm. And I thought picking <laughs> Sam Williams over Drake Jackson around round two was kooky talk. I don't know why you would do that.
4: <laughs> I so I agree, either. Jeff.
2: They, they, they're doing a lot of projecting down there, and it feels to me like that is a coaching staff draft too. They let the coaches get the guys they want, and that can be dangerous. So we'll yep. see if that works out. I'm with you. I thought Dallas was my least favorite draft in the division. I agree. Eagles were probably my favorite, and then Washington was in the middle. I thought Washington did okay. I thought mm-hmm. they were fine.
3: And they got another receiver um that we knew they were gonna go for. Yep. So uh and they got a quarterback. They got a quarterback too. So right. They got by the way, I, I yeah, will I will take Sam a
2: mini, I will take a mini bow here. The teams did the right thing. They didn't move the quarterbacks up.
1: Mm-hmm. Bravo, Go, NFL. Seriously. Goes, goes against the grain. Good job. They always get enticed by those quarterbacks. Yeah. And I couldn't be happier to see them drop. And I will say
2: this, by the way. You talk about the Cowboys draft. I love – remember, we, I don't know. I think this was draft season we talked about him. I thought Jalen Tober was the second-round wide receiver out of South Alabama. I liked him a lot. I thought that was my favorite pick that Dallas he's made. He's a big boy. Uh, they got your guy, Jahan Dotson, Washington, Paul. So, I think him and the are actually pretty similar type of players, to yeah. be honest with you. Um, yeah, so – that's all I got. I don't where know where did
3: Burks go again? He went to. Uh, he uh, he replaced A.J. Brown in Tennessee. That's what it was. That's same, right. Yeah. Same type yeah, of very player. similar, right? Very similar guys. When I look at their their physicality, the, they're big, big boys. So I might be on again
2: this week or not. We'll go see. home and feed the baby. I will. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go <laughs> as soon as we're done for Paul and Jeff. I'm Schmuck. We'll see you next time on Big Blue Kickoff Live.